You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey now. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Mm. Thank you, God. We black and we back. <laughs> it's Broadway Black. Is there going to be a new rendition every week? <laughs> we black and we back. Black and back. Black and back. they like, and we're back, y'all. <laughs> is there going to be a new edition every week? Yeah, you know it is. I got to keep it fresh for my peepers. I, okay, you gotta keep that up then, because I'm you waiting for every. I'm waiting for every episode. Y'all know I'm gonna start a new one. Them. Listen, <laughs> for real. <laughs> <laughs> we are gonna have a little gospel, a little jazz, ah, a little yes. R&B. Shabu D, we are black. We are black. And Wait, let me black test this to make sure. Black. Okay, yeah. A little is reggae. Mine, is mine coming through? Microphone check. What? Did check I, one. Did I plug microphone this back into the check. Right <laughs> 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 microphone check. Tell us, tell us, tell us. You better include this in the episode. Don't edit this out. Microphone check. Say what, say what, say what. Y'all missed me last week. I'm trying to give y'all one shot. What's the microphone check take me out? My mic sounds nice. My mic sounds nice. My mic sounds nice. My mic. Oh, I modulated on y'all. Oh, God. She's so comfortable right now, y'all. It don't make no sense. Listen. Listen, it's Saturday. Oh. I don't know what day it is. I'm crazy. I can't with I'm you. I'm tired. <laughs> but I'm here like stealing. I'm here. Listen. All right. How's everybody doing? Oh, I need my computer. I left my computer and everything in the smoke room. What is you doing? The smoke room will okay, get you every time. Okay, we're going to keep y'all company while Drew goes. The go. smoke room will uh, get you every damn time. Ladies and gentlemen. Here we are. Here we are. This is Amber and Kanye. Here. Drew Shea will be back in a moment. Yes. But until then, it is sexual chocolate time. Can you give me my mic sound nice? My mic sound nice. Check one, check two. My mic sound nice. One, check two. I don't have good sense. I don't know why. stomach hurt. I can't do this the whole episode. Because I'm not going to have a voice. I'm going to be out of breath. And I bet you better not edit this part. This is going to be the best part of the episode. I really hope he don't. This Look, you are not editing Drew, this Drew, already, I already had the name Listen. of this episode. My mic sound nice. Right, that the is the name of, of this so episode. My mic okay? sound nice. This is why people love us, because we are real and we are raw, and we black and we back. Listen, y'all, today is the day where we are... We engineering here. our own episode Listen, today. This we is the day we push through. This we is real this black. is called what is it called? Mm. Perseverance. Like <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. I was just having a serious <laughs> moment. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to a new episode of Off Book. Hey y'all. I'm and Drew Shea. I'm Danye Love. And Princess Amber Iman is back. Mm-hmm. She's here, boys. She's here. Oh, oh, don't. I'm sorry. I watch. <laughs> I watch these type of videos. Oh my like, gosh, no. <laughs> Wait, what just happened? He literally. I opened up my computer. He opened up his computer. It's this <laughs> video of what is it? The pimple pop. The pimple popper. Oh right, people my like, gosh. Like hair and stuff. Oh it relaxes gosh. me. Okay, I Child, thought it, was, it just wait, horrified wait, me. Wait, from Danye's eyes, I thought it was something else. I'm not going to lie, y'all. I mean, very well could have been. Wait. Now, that happened before. Well, well, well. <laughs> I, remember, I, remember I think that was last week. I remember that moment. 
<laughs> no, but I like those videos because they calm me down. Like, you know, okay. yes, like okay. to, it's like a, Ooh, a sense of relief. Yeah, wow. for, for to watch the, the and sometimes they have surgeries, like, where, oh, and it'd be like no, no, so no. much coming out. Oh, God, Jesus. I oh. can't even take the conversation. I, I, my stomach but I was having, turn over. But it's so funny because I was uh -huh. having an anxiety attack mm -hmm. earlier today, and that was what helped me to sort of like, Settle Mom. down, like He's calm my nerves. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's so I've watched Dr. Pimple Popper is like one of my favorites. Really? Wait, that's his name? That's her name. Sandra no. Lee. Her really? name is Sandra Lee, Dr. Pimple Popper. I'm so like it. how long has has this been a way for you to calm? Oh, it's been years. What? Mm -hmm. I watch wow. them all the time. I am weak. Like I am subscribed. I'm Are you weak? Yes. I, I know that sounds weird, y'all, but like it just it No, does like it doesn't sound me. weird. It's no. just <laughs> It's just but like you learning a new. You looked at that video, was like, was like and that wasn't even a bad one. This? That was just like somebody that had a lot of acne on their forehead. What? Child, if that wasn't a bad one, I don't want to see what a the other ones were because that one took Oh, me. some of them have like. No, 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 black. no, 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 like, we no. We okay. <laughs> we okay. We okay. <laughs> like the pores be so wide and look, open. Still going. He is still I going. And we both say we okay. The pores be so wide open and they be like black. Like a black hole. It's gonna be a one man show if you keep playing. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm not here for it. <laughs> what is this episode given? <laughs> what is it given? Dr. Pimple Popper. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Look, I gotta lean over and turn you down sometimes because you know you start shouting. <laughs> you right, the, the spirit moves and I can't. You listen. Lord the the rocks mercy. don't cry out if I don't praise him. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, y'all, welcome to a new episode of Off Book. We are ready to hit our mark and literally go off book right now. Mm. Danye Amber is back with us this week. Yeah. So I think we're going to start with Amber and see what's been going on with her. Ew, Come ew, on. Ew. What? You started your lab today. What I've been doing? Oh, yes, today was the first day of the Secret Garden Lab. Mm -hmm. I did my good singing. Okay. Mm -hmm. I, the whole cast wasn't called, so I didn't meet everybody. That'll be on Monday. But it's a cute group of people. Like, to look around and see white people and Who black people it? and Indians and Hispanics and, like, everybody represented. It's a real, actual, diverse cast. Like, Come on. We we got ethnicities and things. I'm really excited. I think it's going to be a good situation. Yes. Come yes. on. I'd yes. love to hear that. Who's I'm in excited. the show? You know I don't know. Why don't ask me that? <laughs> you was in person with it today. Yeah, but we were singing songs. We weren't having a meet and greet. We weren't like, hey, my name is Amber. We was like, sing this A and sing it. don't sing it flat. That's what we was <laughs> well, doing. Well, what else you been doing? Because I didn't sing you like three, four times this week. That's true. We went to the Paradise Blue opening night. Oh, y'all mm -hmm. just having a good time without me. Uh, okay. Well, you know you I in rehearsal. What, you know, you, this is giving. You hashtag book. Okay. Right. Okay. Danye okay. got some nerve because he, I Danye, see what that's giving. Danye will go to rehearsal from 10 o'clock to 6 o'clock well, and then rush home to his husband. husband. Okay. So okay, who be over me. here cooking shrimp and vegetables? Ooh, hey Brandon, you can cook us right. some shrimp and vegetables. Shrimp and vegetables. I'm hey. hungry, Brandon. I need some scrimps. I can't wait till I get home to get some shrimp and vegetables. Okay. Yeah. Listen, that's we're talking about the vegetables we talking about. That was a different kind of shrimp and right, vegetables. That was a little. It was some other oil on that. Hey Brandon. Okay, okay. See, this is what we not gonna do up in here. Can't take y'all. Oh we my god! But we went to cool. Paradise Blue opening. That was so great. That was like, really good. The play was so amazing. Like the, oh, like Dominique just does it. It doesn't matter what era she writes in, mm -hmm. what time period she writes in. It's so relatable always because it's black at heart and it's Detroit and it's Midwest yeah, love. This is a part of Detroit it. cycle, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so Paradise Blue, I saw, I've seen this work a couple of times. I saw it. Uh, when they did a workshop of it like two years ago at the public theater, it was like a reading. Mm -hmm. um, and then I saw um, in Williamsburg, Williamstown, Town. Williamsburg, mm -hmm. Williamstown. Wow, okay. Um, 
for the the festival that they do in the summertime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Theater festival. Yeah, Blair Underwood was in it. At he that sure time. was. Was that Blair and Andre, Andre was in mm-hmm. it and Deidre Aziza. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. And how much I would I have would have loved to see Deidre again in the mm-hmm. show. Um, Miss Miss Missick. Simone uh, Missick. Hey, you you know. She was, That's my set. She was everything. Like, I, I lingered that. after her. Come on, like, linger. Said, you don't do you have to let it linger. You, you better listen, linger. I was drawn into like her every really? move. I love her. And she was so cage, sultry. Right? Yeah, she That's never a grown cage. woman. Come through. Yeah, her listen. husband is a grown man. Okay, go outside. Hallelujah. <laughs> go outside. <laughs> Hallelujah. Go outside. Oh, um, but them them together is just an amazing couple and I'm so happy mm, for oh, them. I love, they that. Are I love to see black, black love. love. Yeah, especially black Broadway art, black art love. love. Yes. yes. In the theater, it's just amazing to see because he was in a show at Billie Holiday Theater last year. Now Ooh. her coming to the theater and doing something at Signature, even though she's been blown up with Luke Cage, right. it's like just I love to see us come back to the theater because that's our roots. And yes. she just that's did where an amazing at. job. Yeah, that's, 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 that's what a good storytelling at anyway. Yeah, come on. it well, really is because you, you see everybody come dip they toe back in once they, they go across the mm-hmm. wall. They, they go to LA and it's they come because back. the characters are so rich. Well, and the foundation is there. Mm-hmm. You need to be reminded of the truth. And you get yeah. stretched so much. My God. But that show was just really great. Um, I, 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 I applore you. Is that even a word? Implore. Implo- come on. It's now. in the diaspora of words. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I implore mm-hmm. you to get get your tickets and go see that. Please. Do. They <laughs> just got extended again. And if one more again. person say to us, "Yes, diaspora," <laughs> look, like, I'm a trendsetter. Okay. People are, sh- are you listen, it. listen. People are shouting it to me on the street. I need you a T-shirt that says diaspora. We gonna get you one. We gonna get you one because you really do. The way that you've just shown up and shown out. Listen. On the diaspora. Listen. Episode. Everyone is here for the theater diaspora. Listen, yeah. I do what I can for the people. Okay. I'm a vessel. I'm a conduit. <laughs> Look, let him use up. you. Let him hey. use you. Amen. But the characters are so rich on, on uh, in Paradise Blue right now. Yes. There's some other things that are happening, too. I'm going to see... Uh, Ooh, don't give me the line. 121st uh, Street. Our Lady of 121st yeah. Street. I <laughs> With, hate you. All I know is Felicia Rashad and 121st. Listen, mm-hmm. I can't stand Felicia it. Rashad is Felicia Rashad, excuse yes, me. Ma'am. Felicia Rashad is uh, directing the show. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, I'm and really that's also a signature. It. It, yes. is. it is. It is. Um, so I'm really excited to see that tomorrow. Tomorrow's opening for that. What else did I go see this week? I can tell you what I went to see. Come on. I went to see Jennifer Lewis at the Triad. Ah! Mm. It was, it was an Lewis. 11 o'clock p.m. gypsy show. She wow. performed in her pajamas. Uh, and uh, she <laughs> let... Not in her pajamas. In yeah, her she, whole pajamas. <laughs> like, face was beat. She came on in a fur. I gave you a... a floor-length coat, uh, and she said, you know, I was on, shopping. Back. I was shopping, yeah. and I was at Bergdorf, and I was getting all these outfits, and I realized, motherfuckers, I don't give a fuck. And she took off the fur, and she was in <laughs> full-on, like, kitty cat and puppy dog pajamas. They were pink um, with puppies yes. on them. Miss Lewis. Did she, she do her high kick in that? Oh, and that was the thing. She gave, she gave us at least 12 high kicks because she could in her pajamas. <laughs> and she said, see, if I was in a gown, y'all wouldn't have got off this leg. Oh, she see. gave us full life. Oh, I wish. Oh, I wish. And everybody got a free signed book. Yay. It was like a book signing event. Oh, Part cabaret. She went on. It was two hours. Like, she was like, I don't want to know what time it is. She just went. It was her and Mark Shaman. We need to have Jennifer on the show. We oh, do. yeah. I would love she that. She gave so much life and so much light. It was beautiful. For real. It she was would be really wild by me. I would just stare at Have y'all read the book? I read it. The book is like, when I tell you, this book helped me so much. Yeah. Mm. 
I, I don't have a sex addiction. Uh-huh. Um, I'm, I'm not addicted to sex mm-hmm. in that way, but I have used sex to release mm-hmm. and, and have tried to self-medicate with sex Understood. and drugs and other things because of depression and anxiety. And she speaks so heavily on that in her mm-hmm. journey mm. that it's so beautiful that I saw myself in some of the things yeah. that she was talking about. Everything she and dealt with yeah. by being a bipolar and manic right. and addiction. And, and it's so crazy to me oof. that she started in the theater and she had so many rich stories from people mm-hmm. in the theater and working in the theater. But when you look at her resume, she's done so many film projects after yeah. working mm-hmm. in the people theater. Forget. People forget. Because she says, you know, I've done this many movies, this many, four Broadway shows. Mm-hmm. And it's like, girl, you did whole tours. Listen. And, yeah. and, you know, off-Broadway. And you and did so many different things. She and comes from the day of, like, she would write her own shows and just do them in little piano bars all right. over town whenever she wasn't working. Which and was, was getting in the mm-hmm. New York Times. Listen. Like, reviewed. Wow. Was getting reviewed. Honey, she's a trailblazer. She, wow. People forget. Jennifer Lewis. Sang back up for Bed Midler. She's one of the goats. Like, Listen, she's up there. Come on through. Okay? For real. She's like, paid her dues. Oh, I love to see it because, I mean, if you have not read the book, the book is absolutely amazing. There's some really good gems. Her talking about, you know, fucking Gregory Hines. In the stairwell and during a show. All, live. all over the apartment. Listen. You Listen, better he live. He sucked on her titty. That, that she says that in the book. <laughs> right. So I, I was living for all of this. And you I, I read live. it, and I want to hear the audio book just to hear yeah. her sing. Oh, I listened to the audio book first. And then I, I had have to go to back and that. read it because I it, have to do it, it gave me my, uh, my Zane feel. Yes. So, you know, you got to read. Yes. Uh, Listen. Ooh. Shout out to Jennifer Lewis. Shout out to Gregory titty. Hines. Okay. Oh, because I know he was shout fine. Out to the shout out to the titty. Okay, good night. Keep true, going, true, Drew. True. <laughs> Very much. Listen. Shout out to Gregory Hines because that that imagery right there. Listen. Did one did something to me. Listen. And I'm forever grateful. My God. Thank you, Lord. Because I know it was good. Bountiful mm. blessings. Oh, A my. diaspora of blessings. <laughs> <Listen. laughs> <laughs> I know it was good. Oh. Come on now. But I love God. it. Yeah, that was good. Um. So yeah. So what else? What else did we? I'm trying to figure out what else did I do this. I feel like I was everywhere. You mm. were all over. Oh, didn't you Come see on, that right? immersive theater in Harlem? Was that this Oh, we week? talked about that last week. Okay. That was oh, amazing. And, oh, yeah. Yes, and it's still happening. But, if I mean, well, by the time this episode airs, I think it, it might get extended. I've okay. been, been talking with them about that. It might oh, get extended. Oh, that'll be amazing. Um, but, yeah, so that's that's really, really good. Like, uh, that immersive. What else did I see? I could look, I could look at my own Instagram. Sometimes you got to look on. at your calendar. Sometimes you got to pull it out. And right, and be Lord. like, what happened? Because, so, like, literally so much happened that I just felt like. That's when you know you live and be like, what else? Wait, what else did I do this week? I know. Oh, the what New Dramatist. I saw you at New Dramatist luncheon. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I saw you. <laughs> so, mind you, I actually I didn't know what that was going to give. Like, How did you soon, not know? Have you as, never been to the luncheon before? No, I haven't. So, oh, wow. As, it's because uh, uh, I, I have the Princess Grace Award right now. Ah. Mm-hmm. And so, literally, as soon as I walked in it. So, so mind you, I was in rehearsal. Uh, new dramatist asked if I could come. I told him that I probably wouldn't be able to because of uh, rehearsal. And then my agent uh, called me and was like, uh, look, we really want you to come. Uh, you can come to our table. We have a table like reserved for you, mm. uh, for you to sit. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm going to go there. And mm-hmm. so luckily I said, Denzel going to be there. Mm-hmm. So let me dress up a little nice, right. like a little come fancy. You look good. And so literally as soon as I, thank you. You did look come good. Now. I try to be a little fancy, but literally as soon as I like walked in there, they started pulling me all over the place. Like I had to go go to this like a uh, press line. Denzel was there. I mind you, everything was happening so fast. I actually didn't even know I was taking pictures with Denzel Shut until up. Denzel started leaving. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. I'm like, wait a minute, that's that's Denzel. Denzel. Because Denzel didn't want to do solo shots, so he wanted to be with Aww, all the playwrights. Yeah, um, he doesn't like to do press, so he doesn't do interviews and things because he doesn't have to anymore. Shut Come through. Um, but he did take pictures with all the playwrights. Yeah. And things. That's yeah. And so it was really great for for everybody to be in the same space. That's beautiful. Um, luncheon was really cute. It was 
packed and so. Oh, well, it's big. always packed. Like, yeah, but like it was like I that was my first time going. Was it the so, Marriott? It's the Marriott Hotel. So yeah. the conference room in the Marriott Hotel is huge. Mm. I mean, there's at least 50, 60 tables. Oh wow. Um, and they don't even fill them all. And then, you, but the cool thing that I love is that you get the, this cute bag of a place like different uh, plays so yeah. I'll go around I'll go around and, and take other Drew, people's bags that stop, leave them stop that well no, because they be no, different no, plays no stop telling the people no, no it do well it be different plays in, in different oh, bags every, okay every, so every bag ain't yeah, the every same every bag is not the same okay I would do that too. so I go I and look for that. all the black playwrights okay. and I put them I all together right. and, I love you I, I mean right. I find I find Terrell Alvin McCraney plays I, I find you. everything oh and then we did the Schomburg this week yes the Schomburg listen you're not gonna act like both of y'all I'm so tired of you y'all been eating too much shrimp and vegetables y'all that's what that's giving. The Lord. That's what that's giving. But yeah, yeah, the Schomburg. I can't take that. If you say something about these scripted vegetables one more time. I'm sorry, keep going. <laughs> Mind you, I'm hoping that shrimp and vegetables run and get home. Okay. I'm really hungry. Okay. You really want um, that, don't you? you do. I really do. Okay. You will love so some Chinese related better, stuff. All you gotta you do better. is put some rice on it. Listen, here. that's because it's healthy. I'm, it's I'm fake living. healthy. Listen. I'm living. Give me a shrimp and ooh, and a I'm broccoli. Good. Ooh, a snow pea. Shut up. Ooh, I just got excited in my spirit. Hold up. I can't. Ooh. <laughs> oh, that got good to me. <laughs> Y'all know I only eat beans and water. I'm on I'm trying to get my body together. I'm sorry, okay, keep going. Lord have mercy. But yeah, this week was Wednesday. Uh Terrell. Alvin McCraney and I uh, did a theater talk at the Schomburg, yes. and yes. it was spectacular. Like it was one of those things where all, I just kept describing to everyone who asked mm. um, and talked about it afterward. Like I could just feel the ancestors moving. Come on, it yeah. was uh, amazing. Mind you, uh, the first time we met <coughs> was two years ago. He did a profile on me, yes. um, and I thought he was over me. Why over did you think me? He was over and you? so this was me in my head. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. um, so what ended up happening? Uh, we were supposed to meet <laughs> 10 o'clock. Yeah, she told us this story. I remember this. Yes. My black ass uh, yeah, I do got there almost 11 o'clock. And this was during Moonlight. So he was doing press for that. So I'm like, oh my gosh, this brother is in the middle of this like major, major press, press junket. Mm-hmm. Like, Everywhere, I'm supposed to meet him at 10 o'clock. I get there at 11 o'clock. Trains, you we know how MTA is set up. Mm-hmm. Um, Lord, Father God. so but when when I got there, he didn't give me that energy of mm. I'm over you, yeah. I just made that up in my head, like, yes. yay, look, this brother carved out some time. Um, and so I told myself when we meet again, the Schomburg, I'm gonna be on time. Come on, come on, yeah. come on. I was 45 minutes late. Wait a minute, Kanye. <laughs> Wait a black but, ass minute. But so this, I'm like, y'all, what is really going on? What happened? The first time, uh-huh. trains. Okay. We know how that goes. The second time, um, the uh, theater, because I, I was coming from rehearsal, the theater let me out of rehearsal a bit early, and they got me a car oh. to go to the Schomburg. Okay. The car was supposed to get to the theater at 445, because mm-hmm. we were supposed to be at the Schomburg at 530. Okay. The car got to the uh, theater at five o'clock. Okay. Mm. And then we didn't get off of forty third street. Wait a minute. For we were sitting in traffic for ten minutes. Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then it was nothing but traffic yep. to uh get to the Schomburg. Right. So I say all that to say, opposed to getting to uh the Schomburg at five thirty, mm-hmm. I got there at six o'clock. And what time did the event start? Six thirty. Help, Lord. Uh-huh. Six thirty. Okay. Um Terrell was there, but and then I didn't feel so bad because the moderator wasn't even there yet. So and I'm you like, had a half okay, hour. It wasn't like the event started <laughs> I'm about at to roll six. My eyes on that. It's so okay. I felt a little good. Okay. Um but yeah, and so um and so we uh uh, uh go down to the uh, dressing room. And he even mentioned this uh, uh, during uh, the talk. Uh, but we uh, go down to the dressing room, and he was just as quiet as a cat. Mm. So 
reserved to himself. And he talked about, and he talks about mm-hmm. how, uh, how like, shy he is. Um, and so he was battling his nerves, and that was how he was navigating it. Um, I was battling my nerves and how I navigated it. I just talk, 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 talk. And he went quiet, 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 quiet. Um, but o- overall, um, when we actually got up there uh, to talk, it was it felt electric, and it felt good. really good. And just sharing the importance of uh, black queer narratives. Um, it was a really beautiful talk. You guys was, said some really powerful things. It was, yeah. So it was if you get really the chance, nice. go to Schomburg's website. You can pull yeah. up the live stream and watch that talk. Um, I highly recommend it. We had some really great questions, but I'll save them for when we have Terrell Alvin McCraney on the show. Oh, come, come on, speak it. Come on. Yeah. Come so, on, Terrell. Uh, so that was a really eventful week. Like, yeah. We had a really great week. Mm-hmm. Some major events happening. Still, the week is not over. Yes. We squoze this in today because today is Saturday. Mm-hmm. We usually record on Sundays. Yes. And so oh, I, hold on. Wait. I got something else that happened this oh, week. Oh, what happened? Little Jesus hit me. Uh, so Sugar No Wound, yeah, right. It's the I'm first so play in the trilogy, yeah. and then oh yeah, oh yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Who's gonna be on the main stage opening up Atlantic Theater Company? They knew 2018, 2019 season. The second play in uh, my trilogy, Fireflies. Yeah, Fireflies will be opening up their season. You better do it. It's going down, and mind you, this this is again like God just working and going off. Uh, I got the news that uh, Atlantic Theater Company would be producing uh, uh, Fireflies literally the first day of rehearsals for Sugar. Ooh. Wow! Right? Who like just? That's amazing. It was, God just keeps showing up and showing out. Mm-hmm. He's gonna Diane, continue you, the thread. Nothing but praise. You, you, you wanna write a, uh, any plays about a, you know a chocolate black princess who's beautiful and talented? Come on through. <laughs> just let me know. Just put Come that in through. your spirit, mind. Just let that let that uh, sink into your diaspora it's and let sink me know. Deep into the diaspora. Okay, praise God. That's okay? all. Okay, that's all. That's so all then when I, I write it, ha Full She's and here. rich and give you everything <laughs> that you deserve and need. My God. Okay? The Lord says we have not because we ask not, so I didn't Right. Okay. okay, thank you. And just know, it's going to be a nice amount of lines talking about <laughs> my mic sound nice. Now I got to go back and listen to the beginning of this. You because are not going to edit it out you because cannot. it is wonderful. You cannot. Listen, I'm not the editor, so. The good. But, but good. you can tell the editor <laughs> what not to do. Okay? Don't do that. Okay? He's not going to get over on the like that. Over I'm there. not the editor. You're not slick. Listen. <laughs> You're not slick. Now, Listen. if y'all going to be wondering what's happening at the beginning of the episode when we're talking about it, because. You're not going to delete that goodness. All that richness. Ooh. Stop playing. I love it. But I'm so, congratulations, Atlantic Thank Theater Company. Yes. You still have more stuff in the pipeline. Like, you yeah. still have. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't over. It ain't over. Shut up. <laughs> it ain't over till it's over. Oh Amen. Listen, Praise I thank God. God for that. Mm-hmm. Oh, hallelujah. What a time to be alive. Man. Right? Ain't mm-hmm. it just... Oh, yeah. I'm just I'm just so geeked up. Yes. Like yeah. we living, um, y'all. Listen, we living, and it's 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 a time in our lives where we have the honor and uh, the privilege to play, mm-hmm. but but to build. Yeah, um, because we're playing right now. Like we're, yeah. we're doing things that we love, and and you know we're sampling this and that. Yes, but we're also building fabulous careers, Absolutely. and I'm just so excited to watch you guys blossom. I mean, I've known you guys for, what, four or five years, both yeah. of you. Mm-hmm. And it, we've come a long way. Yeah, a, a mighty long mm. way. My mm. Broadway debut, Drew, I'm, had a, his little video camera, and oh, he accompanied me to oh my, my God. party. That was in 2013, Drew. Oh, my God. It's been five oh. years. Listen, I cannot. Crazy. I, I got to show you the footage from the car. I need to see it. I do need to see it. I've never shown you. Oh, my God. Because, you know, I'm, I'm really particular about presentation he, and mm-hmm. stuff. And I so I have all of the, I have so much stuff that I've been, you know, playing with since I mm. now have a new 
a new MacBook Pro. Come on, look at God. Look at God. He'll do playing it. with some things and learning some new programs. I actually just taught myself After Effects this week too. I don't so. even know what that look, is. I'm about God. to say I don't even know Praise what that God. is either. Mm-hmm. Look, I've taught myself Photoshop, Premiere Pro, Work. Uh, Audition. Update. Uh, that's an audition update. Speaking of audition update, we just gonna go right into that. That was a topic. good segue. <laughs> because I mean, I've taught all the programs, but yes. I've learned all the programs because I have to. But um, speaking of hot topics and audition update, we're just gonna jump hot right topics. into it. Sorry, that is the. That's it. That's it. it we just never get, gonna. She's get, never listen. going to not do that. Never. That's all it need to be. <laughs> <laughs> that's all it need to be, y'all. Um, I want to address. So audition update is where the is the place where people go and talk about um, you know anything and everything auditions and what's happening and other casting directors and all sorts of people from the industry come to this because it's an anonymous site um, you don't have to post your name and so people that work in the industry have they just they get really bold mm-hmm. um, and this is one of those times where I feel as though um, this person is really bold and they actually work in the industry, which is sort of alarming to me. Yeah. Um, but this person says, I've been a casting director for nearly 20 years. As far as the totem pole of contracts goes, the lowest I've ever gone is Lord, L-O-R-T theater. Mm-hmm. I've been waiting, I've been wanting to get something off my chest for a long time and I've, I'm very open to hearing other people's opinions about this subject. I've never publicly stated this for fear of losing my career for speaking my mind. That should already tell mm-hmm. you that there about is to go an left. issue. Mm-hmm. Um, the truth is that most people like me and other members of artistic teams really want to have equal representation in casting when it comes to race. Okay. When I am able to look at a table full of headshots after casting decisions are made and I see equal numbers of black, Latinx, a- Asian and white Americans in front of me. I feel relieved because we've done well with equal representation, but often feel sick because we've often passed on really talented people in order to make that happen. The truth is that when this table of headshots is mostly white, it does not have anything to do with the fact that either the artistic team or I have done our best. Oh, wait, it does not have anything to do with the fact that either the artistic team or I have done our best to try to not have that happen. It's because that could have been worded better. But yeah, anyway, it's on. because there were simply not enough people of color interested in the project. Well, what if the project is whack? Keep reading. Um, my <laughs> casting pool comes largely from three resources. Okay. There are the submissions I receive from agents from posting a breakdown for a specific project, the actors who submit themselves for that specific project, and actors who I have on file from other from either having worked with them or kept from a random submission because I liked their resume. When it comes to a project where race is not specific and it is stated in the casting notice that that we are seeking a multiracial cast, out of the actors who are submitted by either their agent or themselves, there are usually only 5% or less who are not white. I know that this less than 5% sounds low and it's probably hard to swallow, but it's true. I generally receive anywhere from 250 to 300 submissions per role for shows that I cast. Most of the time, I'm receiving less than 15 actors per role who are people of color. Considering that I accept random submissions for all my projects, what percentage of those 15 people do you think are actually qualified to audition for that role? Half would be accurate. And they are not always available, t- and they are not always available to audition even though they submit, submit it. The bottom line is that I'm going out of my way to put people of color in the room, and the small number of those people of color who come into the room don't always deliver or are are not a good fit for the role. When callbacks are finished and decisions are to be made, we are pulling the hair out of our heads trying to figure out how to be inclusive. We are often turning away talented people because they are white and instead hiring less talented people people for optics. There are some directors I work with who are insistent upon showing equal representation that they will hire less talented people because they are not white, but there are also many who will hire the best actor for the job. Every year I receive paperwork 
which includes having to fill out a section given, stati given statistics about how many each race I hired in the past year. Yet they never asked me for statistics about how many of each race were submitted throughout the year. No one ever brings up the reality of the situation, which is that options are limited and we are doing our best. First of there's all, there's a lot. That's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot in there. It's mm -hmm. a lot to Go unpack ahead, take and it process. Away. Go ahead, Diane. So first of all, I'm worried that you gave this casting director so much space. Praise God. But I definitely understand why you wanted to read it so that everyone I need, can we need hear the right. exactly. We need so I get that. Because, I get yeah. it 100. Because it was long at the middle of reading. Exactly. I was just like, okay, like I'm the, tired. But, but I'm, 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 mm -hmm. I'm wore out that this casting director got so much space. Um, on this show. And then the second thing is, so when you talk about like multiracial casting, when you talk about diversity and wanting to have like diverse cast, that's cool for a white experience, but we're just going to throw people of color into the roles. Mm -hmm. And I believe, and y'all can correct me if, if I'm wrong, mm -hmm. a lot of actors of color are in a space of, they are, we are really choosing tired. and tired like what we want to do. And we know that, okay, this is not my experience at all all at all, but you think just because you put my body into the experience that it's going to resonate and it's going to translate? No. It's not going to <laughs> at all. And like, I encounter like so many playwrights, uh, white playwrights, who will write <coughs> roles for uh, 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 characters of color, mm -hmm. and you can tell, you can tell that this is just a white experience, but the breakdown just says black. Yeah. Or right. Asian. Right. Yeah. Or Hispanic. Is not related to these specific uh, uh, diverse cultural backgrounds or communities at all. And because I, nobody at the table are, is doing the work that is necessary. Yeah, and then I'm also confused because it was like, are you shading artists of color? Yes. Because then it was like, well, the ones who show up don't show up in the room. I'm like, first of all, as an actor, I can tell you countless, countless times that casting directors have emailed, text, or called me personally looking for people of color mm -hmm. because they don't know any. Mm -hmm. And I will drop a cool 25 names on you. Mm -hmm. The number of times we see flyers for Broadway does this or Broadway does that is 19 white people. Mm -hmm. And you ask why and you realize the producers and the directors and the organizers of these things don't know any artists of color. Right. So a lot of times y'all are saying, oh, they're not getting submitted or oh, they're not. Are you they already working? They're trying to say they're already listen, working. Like you don't know. <laughs> Who the people are mm -hmm. in this town who are artists of color and do good work? Like you, it's too many parts of that puzzle and too many sides and too many issues with that statement that uh, yeah. she made. Like I just don't understand that. And how can you say that and say, oh well, we're passing on really talented white people and 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 putting in people of color for optics when you have not, like this is this is a a this is not just a problem for right now. Now you're having a problem mm -hmm. because you haven't been looking for people of color all of this time. Right. And so now that we sort of dwindled and you figured only out, got oh, we three not Negroes with you. that you mm -hmm. like. Right. We not fucking with you, and them not even the, the talented ones. They Listen. just make you feel comfortable. Ha, 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 ha. So we we're sitting here and and we've been watching this happening for years. We've been watching this happening, and. People are tired. So tired. now they're being very selective about the projects they choose. Mm -hmm. yes. They don't mm -hmm. want to be a token. No. They don't mm -hmm. want to just be filling a void just yes. because you you want That's a black body. We're not mm -hmm. stupid. When you say not you got all. a project and only five people submit it, yeah, because we read the shit. The shit is whack, and we don't want to be in it. But then there's a plethora of other people who don't mind doing crap. Right. We don't want to do your they're crap. To, they're just trying to get their foot in we the door. Not, exactly. I can tell you, because black actors, we talk to each other. We see audition notices go out, and we text each other, girl, you see that mess? Yeah, girl. 
girl, I ain't going in for that. Like, that happens. Right. Just because it's an opportunity doesn't mean we all going to show up at the door because it's not a good opportunity. Right. We tired of being Keisha. We tired of being your sister, friend, cousin, uncle, best sister. Exactly. We don't want to do everything that you decide you need to do at your little theater company. So you're right. You might only get three headshots because don't and nobody care. Also, you have to be realistic about the optics in general. There are a lot of white actors working in the business. There are a lot of them that are that are pursuing this lane. Honey. Black people are just now, you know, over the past couple of years, realizing that theater is a avenue that they can explore in all realms, in That's all, real. in yeah. all, you know, all shades. Like That's real. That like, I, I, it, I'm, I'm getting flabbergasted because it just boggles my mind that somebody that has worked in this industry and that has cast several shows because they're talking about the process and they know the process and how it works. That how do you not have? A list of people of color, if that is something that is so important for you, mm-hmm. that you should have a stack of listed people of color that you're reaching out to and say, hey, I think this is a part for you, or hey, I think this is an opportunity mm-hmm. for you. But you really don't care that the, uh, the part is right for them. Mm-hmm. You just want to put their body in there. Like Danye said, you, you just, just want to put them to, in there. You're just mm-hmm. trying to check off your diversity quota. Right. So you can't even reach out to somebody and say, hey, I have this show for you. Yeah. I think this is going to be great. I yeah. really would like you to come in. You can't even do that because you don't believe that. Yes, and so why would we believe that coming into the audition? Why would we believe, and even looking at the breakdown you're not in our corner no and, and why would we want to be working with you for two to three months Child. and have an experience that is not going to be a, a growth for right. yes. rewarding and fulfilling and i side eye the hell out of this because it seems entirely lazy it seems half-hearted mm-hmm. and it's filled and it reeks of absolute privilege and something that i think you were hinting at and that, that you were talking about drew which is so important i, I remember we talked about it on on uh uh a prior episode is wanting to fill the theater with us as much as possible, mm-hmm. not just as a writer, not just as a, a, a director, as an actor, but as a casting director, yeah. right. as an agent, as what you're doing with Broadway Black, being able to have like journalists, being right. able to have theater critics who are of color, who specifically black, so that we can be able to have such a full, rich well Listen. of a theater community where we can be able to showcase and talk about about every aspect of what we do and holding it down as much as possible. Right. That's real. And and it's it's it can, it's difficult. It's difficult to um to try to get people to rally behind that mm-hmm. that sort of thinking. And I don't know why that is. Um, I mean, uh, us as black people, I think, are all on the same accord. Yeah. Um, but it's difficult to get uh, the school systems because I work in the schools, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. a lot of times. They don't. They just want to bring in actors. They don't want to bring in mm. costume designers. They don't want to bring in playwrights. Mm-hmm. They just want to bring in the mm. actors, and they want the you know the people to see the black actors. And it's like there there are more options for them. They don't have to be on stage. Yeah. Everybody is not built to, to be, be a Beyonce. Performer. Yeah. Right. Somebody got to be Matthew. Exactly. Shout Somebody out. has to do the lighting. Listen. Somebody has to say blue light don't look good. Come on. You know mm. what I mean. Like, Somebody got to hold the fans. Exactly. So you weed blow. Hello. Come Listen. on now. So yeah, I just I'm just I'm just tired of that conversation. But I wish that that casting director or somebody white would come on our show and say that to us. I, th- I yeah, well, Child. I wish somebody, I mean maybe we should reach out to a casting director and just have them on and just talk someone about someone bold, someone who is is an ally, someone who is trying to see some actual change happen. Yeah, it would look it would be a good look just so we can because I I feel like there's a part of casting that I'm just just not, not knowledgeable aware of yeah. and how things actually happen. We are gonna do that? I think yeah. Let's try. Should let's we get a black a casting director or a white casting director? I I say black. I say black first. Okay. Mm-hmm. Black first. Come on, black first. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes. I thought that I one like of my spirit. I did too. Yeah. Black, 
I pulled that straight out my dad. Now, I got to say for a quick second. Because literally, I was going to say, now that title may challenge my mic sound nice. This episode may need to be called Black First. Hashtag my mic sound nice. So that means I can... I can edit Wait, hold on. No, you hold can't. Hold on. Hold on. Too far <laughs> no, now. you can't. You're doing sir. the most. Anyway, this is the America. Most. This is America. I can do what I want. Okay, thank you. Uh, speaking of this that's is America. That's the light skin privilege over there. <laughs> that's what that's given. <laughs> I'm calling the police. <laughs> I see you with the glasses on and everything. I am calling the police. I can't take you. You cannot barbecue over here. Thank you, sir. <laughs> no cookouts <laughs> this way. Uh, anyway, this is America. Uh, that song came out, was it this past week? No, that's last maybe a like couple two of months ago. Not um, no, no couple of months ago now. I just feel like I've been immersed <laughs> in it for so long. Well, I haven't watched the video. A couple of months ago. It came out like maybe two or three weeks ago. Okay, yeah. I haven't watched the video. Um, it's intense. I just don't have I don't have the the, the capacity to Space. deal and with it. And that's actually really say, real. That's yeah. real. Um, I just don't want to see black people being shot anymore. I hear mm-hmm. what you're saying. And so I know that that was happening because people mm-hmm. have been talking about mm-hmm. it and I've seen uh, some some screenshots of things that I've scrolled right past really quickly. But I thought this was interesting. Um... Zaylion uh, is a director, and he posted this on his uh, Instagram this week. Uh, it says, I need a remake of This is America called This is the American Theater. In it, white institutions will hand flags that say radically inclusive, and despite that untruth, I will still clamor for its resources, because at least they are trying, mm. quote-unquote. The song will praise the work of quirky, outspoken, ambitious black artists and show footage of them at white cocktail parties pretending not to know the servers and ignoring the less fetishized black artists trying to connect with them mm. because they are secretly repulsed by, hey, brother, in this in this is the American theater. There will be a black trans woman writing a play in her bedroom. Despite the noise outside, she will type away at a prophecy that will read us all for filth. Mm. I thought that was very interesting uh, to, to sort of take that dynamic of what what Donald Glover is trying to do mm-hmm. with this is American applying it to the theater um, there there are some you know like we said there are some issues with casting there's some issues all across the board but what really struck me was having uh, this idea of having a black trans woman writing a play in her bedroom uh, despite the noise outside she will type away at a prophecy that'll read us all for filth are there any black trans women playwrights yeah I know of um one, uh, her name is uh, Cece Souza. Ah, Cece. Maybe, yeah. Um, and she was, uh, and it was a program that the public theater had with another uh, theater specifically for uh, trans playwrights. Um, mm. So, yeah, so I know of her. I don't know her work, uh, but we're our friends on uh, Facebook, and I'm actually yeah. excited to, like, read and to come across I think I work. met her this past summer. That's mm-hmm. awesome. At an event we were helping with. I was the, the press agent on. Um, so yeah, I do remember her. She had really great energy. Mm-hmm. And, but you haven't read any of her work. No, I haven't read um, any of her work. But what yet. else do you guys think will be included in the "This Is the American Theater" you know sort of video or song in in the same you know way that Donald Glover is trying to address issues? Do you think that um, what would be some of the things that we would pay attention to or focus on uh, mm. besides the casting and besides uh, you know the the inconsistencies in um, you know Broadway material and stories? Mm-hmm. I in, instantly I think of uh, Dominique Mariso's uh, letter that she wrote maybe like two years ago about theater etiquette, ah. just in terms of like being a uh, like black individual in a white theater space, right? right? And I remember she was mentioning coming to her own shows, even like opening and going mm. to sit in a seat, and they were like, "Oh no, this seat isn't for you." But wow. she's like, "I'm the playwright." I'm supposed to be here. Wow. Right? So, like, those experiences, I think, should definitely go in there, right? Being a black artist coming to 
a space, a predominantly white space, and feeling like you aren't welcomed in that yeah. space, like you shouldn't be there in a space. And then also, I so I went to <laughs> I went to see uh, Yellow Man uh, last Brooklyn? night. Um, yeah, in Brooklyn at oh, the Billy Holiday we Theater, about that. Mm-hmm. and it was I was blown away. I enjoyed it so much. I, I enjoyed. I wish you would have told me you was going. I would have um, went with you. <laughs> I enjoy uh, the uh, acting. I enjoy the uh, 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 play itself. I enjoy the uh, direction. But so I bring that up. Um, in terms of just being able to go to this uh, black-ass theater mm-hmm. uh, in Brooklyn, and the energy was so alive. Mm-hmm. And I love going to see shows with a black audience because we have this call and response, right? We are actually, and I remember it was this uh, guy who was sitting behind me, and literally, I want to say every five minutes, he was like, yo, that shit crazy. <laughs> yo, that shit crazy. I love that. But it's being able to to, to feel like you can express and that you are involved in the story. And oftentimes when you go to uh, these uh, white theaters, it's just you hear crickets right. and there's no response. And like I know my work, I need that. Mm-hmm. I want that to happen. So I say all that to say that would be something I would love to see and that this is the American theater. And speaking of Dominic Marisa, what she's done yes. sort of changed Talk that, about it. That, um, that narrative. That narrative. Mm-hmm. And, and, and allowing people, uh, giving people permission. So what she does is, I, I posted this on her Instagram because it just struck me. Mm-hmm. So and hard. I was so I happy. It. I was mm-hmm. so, so happy to see it. And I want more of us to do this. But it's a playwright's permission for engagement. And what it says is, consider this an invitation to be yourself in this audience. You are allowed to laugh audibly. You are allowed to have an audible moments of reaction and response. My work welcomes a few mm-hmms and uh-huhs should you need to use them, just maybe in moderation, mm-hmm. only when you really need to vocalize. This can be church for some of us and testifying is allowed. This is also live theater and the actors need you to engage with them in a mm-hmm. way that doesn't distract or thwart their performance. Yes. Please be an audience member that joins with the village either silently or vocally in support of the journey we are taking collectively. Exhale together, laugh together, say amen should you need to. Mm-hmm. This is community. Let's go, Dominique Marisa. That's so necessary. I love it. Ah, like that just. That's t- so necessary. Ah, when I said that, I said yes. Uh-huh. Like you need it. You, you need, need it. the permission. You need it, but that. And it's like you don't yes. need the permission, exactly. but in today's you exactly. have to give you the permission. You have to give it. Like I instantly think about a friend of mine, Jeray uh, Brandholder, playwright. He had uh, a show at at Roundabout uh, in September, and uh, too heavy for your pocket. Right. He had uh, a friend come to see it. And this friend helped influence uh, one of the characters just in terms of uh, of like this like really church quality. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the friend came, and Jeray was excited for the friend to see it uh, so that the friend could experience and have this call and response. And when he talked to his friend afterward, he was like, how, how did you feel? Like, what was the experience like? He said, I loved the play. It was amazing. I didn't feel like I could say anything. Because mm-hmm. he sat between two white theater goers, and he was quiet the entire time because he felt like he didn't have that permission that Dominique talks about. Mm-hmm. And Jeray, like, he felt heartbroken because yeah. he, like, I, when I was writing this, I was thinking about you. Mm-hmm. And, like, I knew that you would be able to connect to it and relate and feel. But this friend sat between these two white theater goers was quiet the entire time because he didn't have the permission. Mm-hmm. He didn't feel like he was able to have that call and response with the piece. So and shout are, out to Dominique. Are, right. And that just, that just burns me up yeah. so bad yeah. because I hate to see people... Uh, feel as though their expression is is 
uh, covered. Not valued. Yeah. yeah. Not valued. For people that the work is not even for. Yeah. Talk about The work wasn't even created it. for you. The work well. was specifically created for him. Exactly. Oh and, and he, he didn't even get to experience it in a way that it should have been for yeah. his body, for exactly. his mental. Exactly. And that's what we are we're fighting for yeah. mm -hmm. every day to be able to have our stories told in the way that we want them to be told and shared in the way that we want them to be shared. And received. And exactly. Oh, my God. Exactly. Listen, you know, oh, God, I might have to sh Wait, wait, wait. Hey. Da, 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 <laughs> Come on. That's real. Ah, like, yeah. I, feel like so that, real. I feel like that girl in the, cor in the choir. Uh, oh, yes. Video? Yes. When she's in the corner she's going She's in the white choir and yes. she's the black one and that, that mm. harmony catches her. That spirit came over. Come oh, she couldn't hold it no more. But that's the thing. I, I just, as, as black people moving through white spaces, you feel that. Like, I sometimes you go into a space and you're like, you know what? I don't have the energy for it today. That's that's something that I know he probably felt is like, I, if I allow yes. myself to vocalize, like, I don't, I don't yeah. even want to deal with what might what happen. Right. So I'm just going to keep it real cute. Exactly. And how horrible is that exactly that, that's how you walk around the, the world like carrying that with you that is so real my god I, that's so funny to me because i remember visiting new york mm -hmm. before i lived here i went mm -hmm. to go see memphis mm. um and you know when felicia sings the song mm -hmm. at the end um colored woman yes mm -hmm. i i go i went in yeah mm -hmm. but i i didn't ha i didn't have an issue mm -hmm. you know vocalizing and being but I think people were looking at me a certain way mm -hmm. of because course. of because I was at the I was in the balcony this was before I could actually afford orchestra seats. Praise God! So I was in the balcony and I was shouting, "Sing!" Uh huh. And it was getting your it life. was place. Listen, getting uh -huh. your life. Listen, I, and I, I I mean I shout that things that make sure she could hear me Listen. because I wanted her to know Ooh, we were yes. here. And yeah. even when we had to go see uh, Billy Porter in Kinky Boots in Chicago before mm -hmm. I moved here, mm -hmm. he came out the door and said, "I knew it was some black folks. Yes, yes. I knew mm -hmm. it was some of y'all here tonight because yes. I I could hear you. Yeah. Uh huh." That made us feel so good. Yes. You know what I mean? And yes. then he felt like he could put on because we were out there. Exactly. Like he didn't, he probably did more. He probably mm -hmm. elevated his show. He gave him the energy that he needed. It was this needed. communal experience, this mm -hmm. cycle, yes. right? That y'all were feeding off each other. And, that's and so what when it's he about. said that he knew it was us, it was only four of us. Yes. Mm -hmm. But he knew it was us. He said, I heard y'all. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he said, but then he said, where are your coats? Because <laughs> he's a little cold out. Because you know, he's mother. Billy I love Billy. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I, I, it just hurts my heart to see that happen because I know I've checked a couple of people about their rappers or mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. eating or you know talk, and I make sure I tell mm -hmm. white folks and I've also had that experience with that lady at Great mm -hmm. Comedy yes. who knocked my hat off my head because she felt like she had paid entitled, so much money, right? Yeah. Entitled, like, and knowing I wasn't bothering her, I wasn't even bothering her, oh, and I was Jesus. duck. And you know this was it was a time where I wasn't feeling great, mm -hmm. and so I did not have the the energy to cut my hair, and I looked a mess, and I had a hat on, and so I'd make sure I ducked all the way down mm -hmm. to my seat. So I wasn't bothering her. It was just a simple fact that I had a hat on mm -hmm. in the theater, and to her that was improper etiquette, and mm -hmm. she wanted me to remove it. When I told her no, mm -hmm. she could not fathom mm -hmm. my no. So she decided that she was going to get upset and put her hands my on God. me. My guy. Oh my! When I tell you I cussed that bitch out so help help oh, help. Oh, I cussed her out so bad, y'all. <laughs> like, and even during that moment, <laughs> and the show had, was beginning to start. Uh huh. Intermission, I cussed her out. Mm. Help God. Listen. That's a carryover spirit. At the end of the yes. show, I cussed her out Help again. God. I couldn't even focus. He said, on I ain't finished yet. I couldn't even you focus. I thought I was done. And I said, You better. But I got some more to give. And I told her, You better <laughs> shut the fuck up talking to me. <gasps> what is that? I told her, I told her husband, <gasps> oh, You better get your bitch before I no! knock you the fuck out for having her talk to me no, like that. Drew! Now, y'all know I'm, I'm saved. I'm changed. There. But he see, took it there. I did because I, I have no, I have no yeah, tolerance. Mm. I have no tolerance for oh. white people 
assuming my. or even thinking that they have any type of room my, my, my. to tell me what I can do with my body my, my, or my. what I place on my body my, or how my. I should act in public. How dare mm. you? I don't know who the fuck you think you instructing to do something for. Like, who you instructing? Fuck. Don't fall. Y'all <laughs> can't see but my chair. Your chair just broke. It's broke. <laughs> it broke. Y'all see how much lower I am than y'all? I was like, oh, she was trying to get comfortable. It like, I think a wheel came off. Did a wheel come off? <laughs> that chair said, nope. No, ma'am. Not right now. I'm comfortable, though. It's okay. <laughs> but yeah, this Not right now. These things consistently happen in the theater. So if you have yeah. a story about something that has a microaggression that has happened in the theater, email it to us offbook at broadwayblack.com. We would love to read it and yeah. sort of analyze the mm -hmm. situation and oh, share these experiences yeah, like so that, that we so that we can know like, I like that. we yeah, need to yeah. hear each other's experiences because mm -hmm. if we don't, then people are gonna continue to think that this is just an anomaly, that it only yeah. happens to, you know, certain people are are here or there, and it's not something that we That's should be really concerned to. But I am always concerned when I go to the theater because I never know where the microaggressions are going to come from. Well, I'm always coming left and right. Even at the new dramatist, the new dramatist, really? I'm going. I'm going to have to. Call, I'm just going to start calling people out. Wow. Well, the uh, people that work with um, three seats on the aisle, they have mm -hmm. a podcast, I believe, or a video or whatever. There's two older people, and they get a third person, and they talk about three seats on the aisle and talk about a show, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Okay. We were. I guess I was standing in the, the assigned space for Broadway Black. Mm -hmm. I was standing next to our camera, and, but I guess I was in their space a little bit, and I didn't know. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't see their sign, and, or I just you know, had ventured over a little bit and didn't realize. Mm -hmm. um, there was a little, there was a, another person next to me, and there was a little gap in space, and then I was standing next to our camera, and then, so there's a little space in front of me. Um, and so the lady from Three Seats on the Aisle, the older woman, comes over, and she just squeezes herself past me and stands right in front of me. So her back is on my body. Like she's wow. in between me and the camera, and um, she's like, literally, like, it's uncomfortable. And she's uncomfortable, I, mm -hmm. I can tell. Because she's all the way up on the stanchion. She's mm -hmm. already up on the rope. Mm -hmm. And so I said, Ex excuse you. She said, oh, well, uh, yeah, I'm just, this is our spot. Why don't you just say, say that? Something. That's what I said. Say something. I said, you're not, in, I said, I'm not invisible. You can just say, excuse me. You can yeah. tell me say this is your space. Something. All you have to do is say that. And her husband said, well, we, we you know, that is our spot. I said, say something. That's, and that's what I said. All you have to do is speak. I'm not invisible. I'm standing here. Mm -hmm. You can tell me yeah. that I'm in your space. And I'll move. And I will move. Exactly. It's that, it's that simple. You, yeah. It's like, that cut Are you dry. so uncomfortable or intimidated that you have to squeeze past me and sort of passive aggressively tell me that I'm in your space? Lord, and so I tapped her on her shoulder and I said, excuse you. Mm -hmm. Well, this is our space. And I said, all you have to do is say something. So as the interviews go on, mm -hmm. you know, I try to make sure that I'm aware that I'm not in their space. Yes. She starts doing interviews and she starts creeping over into our space. Oh and every Lord. time she does it, she's knocking or bumping our camera. Oh, wow. And I'm in the middle of an interview, so mm -hmm. I can't tell her. Mm -hmm. So I literally pushed her. Help God. I, 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 like, I didn't push her like with two hands. Mm -hmm. I took the back of my hand and scooted her back over. Gotcha, gotcha. And, and you know, I'm pushing her over to be out of my way. Yes. And she's in the middle of an interview too, so there was no way for me to speak and tell her, but mm -hmm. you're not about to mess up the middle of my interview. Hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I scooted her over. And they sort of got a little funny acting of after course, that. Of course, of course. But did it look like I care? Because no. I came to do a job. Mm -hmm. Well. And so even... <laughs> Afterwards, Keith Price, um, who, who mm -hmm. um, is also another person that works in the industry, he used to work for uh, SiriusXM. He also does his own podcast. Keith, uh, Keith Price, I think that is. Yeah, that's yes. right. Um, he said to me afterwards, <laughs> he goes, and see, um, we, we the only black people on the present. We didn't have to really cuss nobody. Well, you did have to cuss somebody. <laughs> he said the same thing happened to him uh, just a, a few days before at, at one of the award announcements Lord or something of mercy. that nature. 
And I think the Drama Desk nominations he was talking about. Mm-hmm. And he was just saying that, you know, it happens consistently where people act like we are invisible. invisible. You know what Don't I mean? Exist. Like, it, it just, it's so crazy. But that happened to me this week. So um, <sighs> I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to be consistent in showing up and, and telling people what is necessary if they are intruding in my space or if they yeah. are being microaggressive. This time out to try to be nice yes. to these people. I don't, I don't care about anything else. I can be nice to you. I can be nice and school you. But it doesn't, it, it doesn't register until I get a little bit of a tone. Mm-hmm. Until I say, hey, that's not cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's just, it, that boggles my mind. But yeah. I always have to be up on a defense when I go to these events. Which is exhausting. It's really Which exhausting. exhausting. But please, y'all, share your stories. <laughs> right. We Email would love us. to hear your stories, and we would love to be able to read them and to share and to analyze and, and talk about And make people aware, yeah. Yes. Off book at broadwayblack.com. Email us and let us know what's going on. All right, we're going to move right along. I do want to... Um, I, I hate that we're, you know, there we're... Th- th- Talk about it. I hate that, that we are, um, that there is so much more space for um, the things that are going wrong in the theater community at the mm-hmm. moment. Um, mm. That there's so many, because we still haven't talked about, nobody's even still talking about Edward Regario, um, the, the racist stagehand that went off on the, the black oh. We talked about it last week, but I think I'm going to bring it up because I think he's still working and nobody's like, it's sort of brushing into the work, mm-hmm. rug, and it boggles my he's mind. He's still out of theater? Well, he, he's, I don't think he's doing theater work. I think he's oh. doing like load-ins. Okay. Um, and so I, I'm, I'm confused as to why Child. none of our media outlets, as far as, you know, uh, Broadway.com, mm-hmm. Playbill, anybody picked that up um, because that's a serious issue. And so I'm going to keep mentioning it and yeah, keep talking about it. Yeah, because our friends at Color Purple were like, oh, yeah, homie worked in our theater. Yeah. Wow. For a year and a half. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Um, and that's just that's just crazy to me. Um, but also, um, Ruthie Miles. Ruthie and Miles. Oh, Ruthie yeah. and that's Miles. So um, it is really that's heartbreaking. So heartbreaking. I, just, it, My God. I can't even. I just have to share because we have the same agent. And yeah. I went out to lunch with my agent and we were talking. And he shared a story with me about how, you know, she came to visit his office and um, they were like, oh, she's downstairs. And like 20 minutes later, she still hadn't gotten upstairs. And when he finally saw her, like he nobody realized how much she was injured. Like she's was walking with a walker, <gasps> like like ribs, oh, wow. like every like she was in really bad shape. <gasps> and she was seven months pregnant. pregnant. Wow. So imagine being seven months pregnant, and now you're like using a walker. Like you you she was really really in a bad way. Yeah. And what um, I learned about the other woman and her son is that when Ruthie was hit, she was immediately knocked out. Mm-hmm. The other woman saw everything happen. She saw her son get killed. Ooh. She saw Ruthie get hit and Ruthie's daughter. Mm-hmm. And so her and her husband left New York, like moved. They couldn't. Yeah. Like she couldn't, she can't walk down that street. She can't be in that city no more. Right. And to now see that Ruthie Ann has lost, two, the, the baby was due this month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she carried that baby two term yeah. and lo- has lost two children in a matter of months. Yeah. And and what my agent from was saying is she, mm. she had to remove herself from like theater and performance and music for so long and that a couple weeks ago she, her body would wake up at 2 a.m. Uh-huh. and she would just be singing. And she said it was, she felt like it was her daughter's spirit telling her, you can't run from this music, mm-hmm. you have to sing. That woman has got, like, I don't know mm. 
in my spirit, in my mind, in my body. What do you do? I was talking to my, my voice teacher the other day. He was like, you, you know, we've given money. It's not money. It's not yeah. a car wash. It's not a, a bake sale. Do we give space? Do we hug you? Like nobody knows what to do because I cannot fathom. Mm-hmm. You have Your friend has moved to the other side of the world. She has lost her son. You have lost two children. What do you do? How do you function? How? Mm-hmm. I mean, you mad at every, you mad at God, you mad yeah. at yourself. Mm-hmm. You done replayed the events of that day nine thousand times. Yeah. I my my heart, my spirit, my prayers. Everything. I just yeah. God, you gonna have to help us with this one because that mm-hmm. one don't make no sense. I, I, that one yeah, really don't I'm, make no I'm, sense I'm, I'm, because at least you would think, oh well, she's the new child will help awaken something or heal something or give her something to wrap her arms around. The lady has lost both of her children. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't. My God, my God. and by a woman who was told by the doctors, do not drive for one whole year. Mm. The people told the woman. Do not drive. And she did she anyway. went on, like, she went to the doctor several times. And every time they were like, now remember, you not, not drive. drive for 365 days. And she decided to drive anyway? And now look. Preventable? Yeah, what? Now look. You going to jail now? Under the Ooh, jail. You going Lord to jail now. You have killed children. My mm, God. I can't. But our hearts go out to. My um, God. Ruthie, to and, Ruthie and, and Jonathan. Um, I, I am deeply, deeply sorry. And, and our love. And our prayers are with you, um, as well as, you know, I'm sure the entire theater community are, is wrapping their arms around you. It's and too we just, much. Um, we just send you all that we have because I know that that is very, very difficult and it just hurts my heart. It breaks my heart. Mm-hmm. It's not even my, my family, but I feel as though mm-hmm. it's family because I watched her win a Tony Award mm-hmm. and I interviewed her, uh, you know, for that time. And, and she was just so, so much of a light. Light. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. Just a, just a really talented light of a person. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm just just so sorry. I don't even know what else yeah. to, to say. Um, yeah. We're going to move on. Um, our condolences to yeah. that family. But we're going to move on. The next piece, I just found out, like literally just now, what? Um, choreographer George Faison was arrested for drunk driving <gasps> in Manhattan this morning. <laughs> Why? What? What? Wait, what? Oh. Uh, no. <laughs> um, the bro- George! <laughs> what is you doing? They picked this up real quick because this happened at 2.30 this morning. So I, I'm confused. I'm, I'm sorry. Well, that hold on, real quick. I just gotta take it back. They picked this up real quick. Well, well, whoa, 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 That was the whoa, first whoa, thing that whoa. I thought about. They picked this up in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. For this black man. A heartbeat. But we still fighting to figure out where is the Edward Rivera information. My God. My God. My God. But I'm sorry. Go ahead. I just, I understand. I understand. Poor George Faison, whose husband died just how many months ago? Exactly. Exactly. So he's going through some things. So our heart heart goes out to him. Like, they didn't have to put this on there. Oh, my God. Yeah. So our heart goes out to him. But I'm just, I'm reporting the news. I don't make it. So that happened this morning. And, you know, I'll probably have to call George and figure out if everything's okay. Yeah. I'm sure it is. I'm sure he's fine. Um, God bless. And I'm yeah. trying to figure out why he was driving himself anyway. He, he, got it, he don't even drive like that's that. What I'm t- so it must have been a a, a circumstance. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was in a certain space. Yeah, and that's and that's real because you know mm-hmm. we we deal with things differently, y'all. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, our mental. Whew, God, that's real. I can't, um, yeah. So anyway, any good, any you know lighter news? I mean, we talked about all the stuff we did this week, but any lighter news like something that. 
will just pick us up a little bit. I know you got some good news, Amber. Something. I w- I'm sitting over here wrecking my brain trying to think about what I know. Right. Um. <laughs> Listen, because I mean, I've been having, I've been had so many just <sighs> conversations. Of, you know, I mean, this this particularly just popped up in my in my mentions Jesus. and um, mm-hmm. you know the Ruthie Ann thing, and then I mean, we got this just so much. Heaviness. I don't know why I felt like so much heavy. Yeah, heaviness. Yeah, heaviness. Like, and I need a lift. Um, you know, there were some good. Um, there had to have been some good. Some good, really good news this week. I can't, I don't know why I can't think of what, uh, somebody got cast in something. Who got cast? Somebody black? Let me think. Somebody black got cast in something. Who got cast in what? Who got cast? What's who, going on, who y'all? Who black got cast? I'm looking to see if mm. I see anything. Yeah, because all my, all my hot topics were a little gloomy, I'm just realizing. I don't want that. So, Lord, but, mercy. well, anyway. Sometimes that be like yeah. that, y'all. Sometimes life, it just be rough. And Broadway yeah. black, keep it real. Listen, we ain't going to sugarcoat it for you. Right. And and just because you black don't mean we can't talk about it. Well, come on now. Jesus. So, um, come on now. But that's it. We'll move on to the question of the yeah. day. We got a couple We got a couple questions. We do have a couple questions. They come through. Um, they yeah. do. They come through with the questions. Did you have any from the email? You I do have one for the email. Okay, you start. Said, and then I'm I'll, ready. I'll wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, no. cool. Uh, this is Evan Moulton. I believe that's how you say his last name. He says, hey there, I'm a longtime listener of the podcast and I love the show. I was wondering as a rising senior. Did I already read this? <laughs> what, what's the date on it? This was in April, but I don't think I read this the first time we did this. Okay. Um, I was wondering as a rising senior. No, I did read this last week, didn't I? Go outside. Wait, what? No, I don't think you did. I was read wondering it out as a rising so senior can. about to graduate undergrad, how do actors, playwrights, content creators make money while not in a show or their work is being Oh, no, you did. He did. All right, you fell in your spirit. That's right. okay. You knew. Well, I'll I'll wrap it up. I Go have ahead. a couple questions. Okay. Um, Wait, I just love that oh, transition sorry. music. <laughs> I love the transition. <laughs> okay, so this one question for our book. Hey, y'all, this is from Juwan Perry. Hey, Juwan. Hey, Juwan. How do you respond when you are in an audition <laughs> and you sing something legit and the panel behind the table says, do you have something a little more sassy or a little more brassy? How do you go about knocking yourself from the box people try to put you into? And I feel like we can expand this to play, writing, journalism, mm-hmm. acting, all those things. But so the basic question is knocking yourself from... Um, the box that people try to put you into? Um, that's difficult because, I mean, you can't really just say no. <laughs> like, well, okay. Keep going. Uh, go uh, well, listen, I mean, you tell me if I'm wrong go because on, I don't think you can really just say no, but I would just sort of clarify, what do you mean by brassy and says, and I would have to make them say what it is that they mean. Um, girl, you might as well switch that chair. <laughs> Yo, she almost took a tumble and you saw it all in the face. <laughs> Y'all, I'm literally look like I'm at, I'm the little cousin at the Thanksgiving table. My chair is two feet lower than everybody else, but I refuse to move because right. I'm comfortable. Oh um, Comfort to get you every time. Listen, but go ahead. That's a good question because it's one of those questions where the answer changes with time and wisdom. Um, I'm in a space in my life where I am comfortable with who I am and where I am in my career. Mm-hmm. I've been in New York for six years. I've been on, off Broadway, regional. I done toured. I done done all the things, and I'm in a place now where I am taking more control mm-hmm. over my career and things I do and who I work with, and. I am in a space, I just had a good talk with a good girlfriend who honestly was in this position. And she got to that point where something was asked of her that was very familiar to this. And she said, I got two options. Either I'm going to school him or I'm going to just walk out the door. And nope. that's that's where I am. It's like, if I was in that position, I would say, you know what, thank you so very much. And I would leave. Because 
if that's a question that's being asked of me, I automatically know that this, this is, is not a, a situation. Team that I, want mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. I don't want to work mm-hmm. with you, period. And I know that on, I can sleep at night knowing that I walked into the room, that I gave right. 110%, but I could tell that this was an environment that was not for me. Now, you, Jawan, might not be in your 30s like me and grown. You might be in the beginning of your career, and that's something you're going to have to decide for yourself is how you handle situations like that. It happens. It's going to happen. You black in theater, you're going to be asked to be more Keisha, more brassy, Mm -hmm. more hood, more thug. And you are going to have to find your answer for yourself. Because when I was younger, I probably would have used humor or laughed it off or you know, picked a different song and try. I would have tried to do all of that to accommodate to white people. Now, not so much because I'm just grown and I don't have time and I don't have energy. And I say, if this is just the audition, what's this six weeks of rehearsal plus this performance period going to look like? Mm-hmm. I don't have time, energy, or patience for it. Mm-hmm. So now in my life, yeah, I would either walk out, I would say thank you, no thank you, or I would say, yeah, I'm not that black girl. I have a plethora of a diaspora of, of uh, answers for that question that would remove me from the situation because I can't do things that don't feed me. I can't do right. things that don't make me feel good. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's not a situation for me. Um, so I, as a young actor, I implore you to try to figure out what your answer is going to be the first time that happens to you. Or if it's the 12th time and you're still trying to figure out what to say, you got to figure that thing out because we black in America, y'all. Yeah, come on it's through. Real. And, and we need all of us together come. to work together. Yeah. We through. all have to stand up. Yeah. yeah. And and it's like, uh, one of my friends was like, not everybody wants to, everybody wants to be Beyonce, not everybody wants to be Martin Luther King. It's like, y- sometimes you got to take the L. Yeah. Like, sometimes you got to be like, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to placate. I'm not going to play Keisha. I'm not going to do that thing. I'm not going to shuck and jive. I'm not going to coon because that's what you want me to do. And sometimes you know, unfortunately, there's 12 other people behind you who are going to do yeah. that. But if we all started saying no, supply and demand. Right. They're not going to be able to do some things like that if no one is showing up at yeah. the table. So you got to figure it out for yourself, kid. Yeah, And yeah. I'll say uh, from a playwright's perspective, um, in terms of like writing, creating, telling stories um, that primarily uh, are being told in white spaces. Hmm. Um, so I'm 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 currently in, in school, and it is a predominantly white room, or rather, I should say, it's in a predominantly white space. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing that I've learned, uh, that I've done, because I will make it perfectly clear and make it perfectly known that the stories I tell uh, for black folks, mm-hmm. the story that I tell is for queer folks. Mm-hmm. And I will bring in outside actors uh, to read my work, because I'll be damned if I'll have my work read by my white cohorts, because I won't be able to hear the story or the musicality right. in it. Um, but they just what, don't have it. Exactly. And what I've learned to do is beforehand, which is an extra step, but being black in America, we're used to extra steps. Um, what I do, because it is what it is, being black in America, we're used to taking extra steps. So the extra mm-hmm. step that I take before I even would bring in a new play to class, I would have friends come over my place and I will ha- hear, hear it read out loud mm-hmm. and have a discussion around it with blackness. So when I do bring it into the space and when uh, the white cohorts are uh, giving their thoughts and sharing about the play, if it doesn't line up, 
if it's something that doesn't match, I already know in my spirit what mm-hmm. the play is yep. um, and how the play relates to my blackness and to the black community. So what you're saying, I hear you, but I don't need it. Mm. I hear you, but I don't need it. And so in terms of this question as it relates to a playwright, just one, like you said, Amber, you 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 said it, just knowing who you are, mm-hmm. being affirmed in who you are, yeah. and also knowing how to navigate when you come up against the bullshit. Right, that's yes. what got Ann Roth cussed out. Stop it. Uh, me knowing who I am. And it's also faith, too, because you got to, mm-hmm. like, sometimes you, you're like, oh, if I say no to this job, it's not going to be another. No, you got to have faith that God is mm-hmm. going to put you where you're supposed to provide. be. He will provide. Like, you don't have to do this thing that makes you uncomfortable and makes you not want to get up out of bed every day. Like, there's something else. There's something greater. It's just patience right. and faith. Like, Seriously. And that's another thing I want to mention, too, because a lot of times we have this idea that, we're supposed to be shitted on mm. in order to get success. It's like do pay and do. Right. Yeah, like, yeah, that's not a thing. That's not a thing. It's not, like, a thing. It's, it's not a thing for people in your industry to shit on you until they mm-hmm. feel as though that you're qualified or you've paid dues enough to not for them not to shit on you. Like, that's mm-hmm. that's not cool. And I, I just won't stand for it. And if I see it, I'm standing up for you. Mm. And if I see you doing it, I'm cussing you out. I also wanted to read some of these things. I've, I've found, um, you know, there was a Facebook status, I believe, by Lee Colston. But there's now Come through, Lee. Um, that somebody sort of put all of the the quotations in, and it's things recent recently said to theater makers of color, and just some of these are sort of outrageous. Uh, one of them is is I prefer your hair like this in quotations straightened. Usually it's all wild and crazy, read natural, but this this is nice. Mm. Um, they also say it's so great. There's something for you to do here, or uh, those people <laughs> can't afford tickets to our theater. Or I can't help. Oof. I can't keep up with their names. They all look alike to me. My God. Uh, using diversity to describe a person, like they will use mm-hmm. diversity to, to describe someone. Oh. Um, we have interviewed lots of diverse candidates, is what they'll say. Or we don't think diversity has to be about race. Diversity is code for people of color. Um, it kills me. It absolutely kills me. A person cannot be diverse. Um, these oh. are like these are things that we hear, like microaggressions that we hear in the theater constantly. So it's it's. Uh, I, I wonder, I wonder why nobody has said these things to me. Because <laughs> they done heard about your goddamn cuss outs okay. and they, they don't have they time said, for nope. you. Not that he one. He won't get me. But this is, I mean, I feel like this is a, a under, like an underlining narrative that people, feelings that people have, and mm-hmm. they just don't want to talk about it. And I'm like, well, we got to start talking about it or it's never going to be addressed. Listen. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we have another question? We had two others. Come on They're very them. me specific, so I was trying well, to. Well, like, we like to talk about you. All right. Come on. You know, yeah. you like to talk about you too. Well, <laughs> this one is like, it hasn't happened to me, but for the podcast, this is from Nat King Corey. Hey, Nat King Corey. Hey. For the podcast, I like to hear of you guys' opinions of being let go of a project doing rehearsals, previews, or rewrites, how it affects the artist, the cast, and the show itself. Mm. Well, you ain't been like. But Felicia Boswell was kicked yes. out of Shovel Along. Well, not kicked say, out. Get your I shouldn't say kicked out. She was written, written out. out of, yes. Yeah, because that's not a good word. But she was written out. Her part, she played Josephine Baker. And mm-hmm. I loved it. I saw the show with her Bitch in it. was fierce. Um, it was three hours long, but her parts were really good. She had some, but it just it just didn't fit in the flow mm. of the show. Um, and it was great parts, though. Like, she did great at it. It wasn't that she was bad or there was anything, like, mm-hmm. wrong with what she did. It just she was didn't ferocious. flow. Yeah, yeah. Like, it just didn't flow. I've never, it's never happened to me, but if you ask, he asked how it affects the cast. And the, the thing is, they're all handled different ways. And I only know what happened in Shuffle. I, I know that people have done out of town tryouts and don't come into the city um, because shows get rewritten, because because roles get written out because money recast yeah anything i mean it's 
it's I think it's a part of the process. You don't it's one of those things that you don't normally expect to happen. When it does, it's usually it's kind of a surprise. It shouldn't be because that's how theater works and theater is always moving and changing and mm -hmm. people who are available on Monday ain't available on Tuesday and the things got to get recast. Right. Um it's a hard process because we are all friends and family. Right. You know, we don't have it's not always like a severance package. You know what I mean? Like you when you get rewritten out of a show like that's it and then mm. you're unemployed and you have lined up in your mind like I know I'm going to be working or employed for at least the next six months to a year when all of a sudden a rug is pulled out from under you it's heartbreaking mm. it is life-changing like talk about some kind of anxiety and depression like to your source of money as actors we always know that we on shaky ground right. you know it's an mm. unstable career but to have it pulled like but when you sign the contract Ooh. you in the theater you in the costumes you mm -hmm. on the stage mm -hmm. and suddenly you're not anymore that it i mean and and we, we as a family as a cast we feel that um we mourn for for the loss we you know, we I know we took up a collection. We send love offerings to people when that kind of thing happens. You know, you want to call and check on them. There's right. no, it's, it's nothing you can do. It's I can't get you another job tomorrow. I, like, it's just it's just it's just like a casualty of war. It's just something that happens, and you just gotta know that you gotta pray that your sister friend, your boyfriend, whoever friend is gonna be all right. But mm. yeah, it's just rough. Yeah, oh, it's a part of sucks. it's a part of theater. Yeah, that it's, sucks really yeah. bad. Donnie, have you ever had to replace somebody or or uh no, I never had to. I thought I was going to have to replace somebody, but no. When? So what it's happened? A hard process. Oh, this was during a uh uh a workshop. I thought that the character wasn't gonna be in the play mm. uh, anymore, but the I, I, I actually realized that the character was gonna be in the play more. Um, gotcha. So that hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Um but yeah. So. It's rough. Yeah, it is rough. It's have you ever had an actor feel away about you know not making it to a project? I mean, because you've worked with several different actors, so I mean, several different iterations mm -hmm. of your mm -hmm. shows and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. Have you ever had an issue with someone that didn't make it through the process? That went to did a workshop or did something? I have yet to have an actor have an issue. Um, and th and then also I I try to be as open and as transparent as possible. And at least what I've heard from actors, mm -hmm. um, they tell me that they are, which is sucky. Mm -hmm. Um, they're used to how it goes. Um, they're used to sometimes uh, they'll be a part of a reading or a workshop and not going to the actual production. Yeah. Um, which. I get it. I'm like, damn, that's that's a really sucky mind frame to be in. Mm -hmm. um, but I try to make sure that I'm as open and as honest as possible. Um, and I really enjoy cultivating, because I love actors so much, cultivating strong relationships with actors so that if a situation ever does happen, it won't be oh this won't be an issue exactly and because it won't be this announcement is out and that's how you find out like I will talk to you I, have, I will a have a conversation for you as a playwright like I there have been a couple of shows that I've worked on or been near or close to over a couple years and there was one that I did for a long time with the same cast mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden it was a brand new cast and I was like. This don't sound right. This ain't what I'm used to. And it's like, how as a playwright, every time you have a new crop of actors, do you get attached to the way a certain group of actors have done things for a certain amount of time? Is it hard for you to then have a brand new cast? Like, how? Because I, I, I love what I like, and yeah. I don't want nobody new. I'm territorial also. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> as a playwright, is that something that you have to work yeah, with? Um, no. So I, 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 I know I already said it, but I'll say it again. I love actors. Mm. 
Um, and I love uh, being able to like explore and discover and play mm. and figure out a story. So with that being said, there are actors who are super strong who will just get into it mm -hmm. and help me understand. But then also what, and this is different for every playwright, what helps me is being able to bring on different voices. Okay. To hear how a play sounds, to hear how a character sounds. So I might hear it one way mm -hmm. for one workshop, and I will flip the script okay. and bring in a completely different cast mm. so I can be able to hear it and make, oh, okay, so maybe this is actually this gotcha. moment and not that. Um, and so, again, every player is different. It's not a... Um, I just want to just completely um, not give individuals a chance mm -hmm. is I want to have the strongest play possible. Love it. Right? So that yeah. it can be produced as much as possible so a plethora of actors who I'll probably never even meet can have materials See, to that's good on. to hear as an actor because sometimes you get it the first time and you don't get it the second time. you like, oh, they didn't think I was no, good. No, it's it, not that at all. It's we always equate all. it to that. Exactly. It's like, if I'm good, then they're going to have now, me for all 12 times. Now, it might could have been that. Okay, one shut like, your it, ass. Like, let's, no, let's be realistic. It could have been <laughs> That. I mean, not for me, you know. Right, right. For me, now and, you and, know, and, and it was she was booked and she was unavailable. Right. You know what but, I'm saying. But for most of the time, it's it's about hearing different voices and yes. seeing different people. And, and that's like so said, beautiful to hear. Every writer is uh, different. I I know for me, so I can hear the story as much as possible through multiple voices to to be able to cultivate and tell the strongest story possible. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. We have one more question. That's it. That's it? Okay, awesome. Oh. Great, great, great. Well, if you have another question for us, make sure you email us offbook at broadwayblack.com or you can hit Amber up in her DMs. Yes, you can. <laughs> and if you find and got a 401k plan and a car and a house <laughs> and you like me and I'm in New York, phone. though. We ain't nobody got no I'm, car I, I'm and just, a house and a 401k. Uh, two, two out of three. Some Child. people Child. some people are in situations when they got all of that. Okay? And that's why she said it, because if you got that in New York, listen. Holla at her. Listen. Okay? <laughs> she knew what she was doing. Okay? Okay. I look real good in a bathrobe or something. <laughs> <laughs> you better hush your mouth. <laughs> you better hush your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> But Amber, can you do me a favor yes. one more time what? before we go so he can't edit it out? What? You better include the whole take it out. Y'all can see the levels on this. <laughs> I know they are all the way out that atmosphere right now. So okay. we might have to put in a warning or something <laughs> in the description. Me. Help me, God. Oh my God, man. Wait, well, y'all, can y'all? I just wish we could take a picture of how low much you <laughs> We're going to tweet this. We're going to put this in the Insta stories just so y'all can see that my chair broke. But I and she ain't moved. She said, I, am, I will not be moved. I will not be moved. So I'm sitting. <laughs> she adjusted the microphone and everything. I brought the mic down to be on the level of the chair that's broke. Because I don't have good sense, I praise can't. God. This has been like, a fun episode. Ooh, I'm really so good. <laughs> <laughs> and she Damn, almost, I missed it. I was trying to get that on camera and I missed it. Y'all, she fell into a wall. <laughs> she fell into a wall. This chair is all the way broke, Jesus. But God kept me, huh? All right now. He won't listen. let me fall. Oh. I'm on lean, but I'm not on Come the ground. Come on now. Listen. Oh, my God. Well, I'm so glad I'm back. You like the people on 125th. Listen. <laughs> oh.
On 125th by the Metro North. (laughs) You know, they be leaning over, but never fall. They don't ever fall. That's grace. That's the Lord. Hallelujah. He's Mm. holding them up. I can't take y'all. Oh, he'd have carried them. Oh, Jesus. Yes. Oh, my God. Well, thank y'all so much for joining us this week. It's been an amazing episode. Yes, we did good. We Mm. did good. It was was, was a good episode. You know, because you know, I'll be nervous sometimes. Don't be nervous. I do this because the hot topics and stuff, like, it don't don't seem as though we'll have a lot to talk about, but we just like to talk anyway. Yeah. I think we have like good conversations. And we good just dialogue. have a good time. I mean, and people just love us, period. Right. Like, they do. There you go. They do. Yeah, we're just good people. I mean, yeah. come through. How can you not, right? I mean, <laughs> beauty and brains. Oh, thank y'all so much, man. This yes. has been another episode of Off Book. Thank you for hitting your mark with us, and we'll be back next week. This is Drew Shade, Danya Love, and Princess Amber Iman. Deuces. Bye, y'all. Oh, Lord. How we persevered? We made it. Listen. We made it. The door was locked. It felt like Alaska in here, but we persevered. Have you ever wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. Part interview, part therapy, this is not your typical podcast. We'll go right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists. What they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There's enormous power in saying the quiet part out loud. Are you listening? Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.